Stolen. That's the episode of this podcast, episode number 59 on Let's Talk Dubs. Welcome back. This week, we talk about the social media blitz that went out with Yumel Figures, Type 34 Carmen Ghia that was stolen that's sitting on the uh, Erska wheels, made the rounds on social media on Facebook. You couldn't escape it. We talk about the miraculous story about how the car got stolen, what the car means to him. We get our man from Volksfamilia, Ishmael Membrano on the podcast. Ishmael tells us all about the process, how he got inspired, prompted to hop into action and go track this car down. It's an awesome, exciting story. You guys will dig it. I dig it. And nobody brings it to you faster than Let's Talk Dubs, bringing it to you real from the streets. But before we get to that, remember, if you want to spot, if you want to support the podcast, go to letstalkdubs.com, go to the store, pick out some merch, support your boy, sport a hat, get a shirt, look good in your new fly gear, brought to you by Let's Talk Dubs. And don't forget, we're coming out to the shows coming up. We'll be at Octo. We'll also be at Drag Day coming up. And we'll be at Kelly Park this year. So uh, other big announcement coming up. It's a huge show in Vegas, but you'll have to wait till the end of the podcast to hear all about that. But right now, let's take a look at the stolen Type 34 and hear the story of how that went down on Let's Talk Dubs. A Volkswagen is a nice station wagon to have around the house. The 1974 Volkswagen, covered by VW Motors. So if you guys have been alive for a little bit, you've been noticing what's happening on social media recently. And just recently we saw a car was notified on Facebook and all through social media about a guy's Type 34 Gia that got stolen this week. And then there was a, a big situation where uh, Ishmael Membrano ended up getting the car back and some stuff. Well, on today's podcast, I've got uh, Yumel Figures who's the owner of that Type 34 Gia and wanted to bring him on the podcast, get his story about what took place with his car, and give yeah. you guys the whole story about that. Uh, uh, Yumel, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Thank you very much, Bill. Hey, so on this, so let's talk about your car first, because like with all of us in the VWC, our car is, is like an extension of our personality. It's, it's our personal our personal thing. What's the story on your on, on this particular Type 34 Gia? How long have you had it? What was your progress on it? Where were you headed with it? Yeah, actually, you know what? To tell you the truth, uh, I, I really don't remember. I think it was in 2015 when I got it. Uh-huh. Um, I got it from up north from a guy. I can't remember his name by now. I got it from uh, in Sacramento. He actually saved it from uh, from it getting uh, uh, crashed up in the junkyard. Nice. And he uh, he put together, I believe it was 64 or 65, and gave that one to me. Nice. So, But, yeah, before I got it, I was just looking for another bus. I had had the bus back in the day and was looking for another one. And I said, well, you know what? Um, I saw one. The last time I had seen one was probably in 1995 when I had a square back. Uh-huh. And, um, yeah, I thought it was an interesting color. I, I, I thought it was one of a kind, and in, in fact, it is. But I'd never come across another one until I seen it online. I said, you know what? Let me try and get behind that. That's what I did. Nice. So you, you, you picked up this Type Thirty Four, and then uh, you. So the way you had it, it's kind of the way that you bought it, and you just been kind of mobbing it around for a while, or what? <laughs> Actually, no. It was a stock hype. Okay. Stock hype. I gotta tell you, uh, the only reason 
I got behind it was um, I'd seen one overseas. Uh, somebody, I guess his was bagged, and um, it had the same type of rims on it. Nice. And uh, the the way you know pictures are circulated around the internet. Sure. You got all types of uh, pictures of uh, type thirty fours, but you rarely have one with the the type of rims. Well, if you look across the internet, you'll probably find one with those same type of rims. Sure, the the radars. I think they are. Yeah, well, the ones that I have are, are called Escaras, oh, and yeah. there's only one. There's only one that I've seen overseas over there, and it, like I said, this was bagged and stuff. And so I said, I want one to look just like that, or at least close to it. <laughs> yeah. So that was, that was that was the reason that I got it. I wanted to lower it, and put it, uh, you know, to look kind of similar to that. Right. No, it was a <clears throat> sharp looking car for sure, yeah. and so. You've had this car for a few years now, and then take yeah. me down the path of of how this car gets taken from you. Oh boy! Well, um, for the most of the time I've had it, it was like a burnt orange, and the top was black. Mm-hmm. And I had it pretty much looking like a rat look car. I think as anybody who had Instagram probably snapped photos of it. Right and um, put it on there, and it was pretty much in a ratty condition. And, and to tell you the truth, to me, it still is. Although I've made a lot of uh, progress with it, um, <clears throat> but within the recent uh, six months, I actually had it in a metal shop. They took care of a lot of cancer on it for me. Yeah, um, and just primed it down to make it look really presentable. Uh, you know, as far as, a, you know, a one-tone color. Um, and I've been parking it in my garage uh, in my apartment complex. Mm-hmm. And I know every time I, I bring it out, you know, people, they, it's, it's something that's a way different look of a car. Sure. So it draw, draws a lot of attention when it's out on the street. Yeah. And um, I'm pretty sure somebody just either somebody in the complex that knows somebody or, I don't know, somebody casing the place um, probably came down and, and, and looked at it, but it was parked. And um, that's when they got it. I had a security guard that's on uh, patrol doing rounds at night. He came and woke me up at 2 in the morning and told me about it. Well, in fact, he told he told me that somebody he'd seen the person who got it. Really? Yeah. So the car was sitting on the parking lot overnight, and in your specific parking space, and then somebody somebody decided that they wanted that car more than you did, so they helped themselves to it. Now, what was your feeling like, man, when you get when your when your car disappears like that? I mean, that's got to be devastating. Yeah, it was, man. I mean, I I really couldn't process it. The the, the fact that somebody had you know taken it yeah i just jumped in my other car and i was just like no i gotta chase these people down because it, it had just happened i jumped in my car and i tried to case the streets and this you know just in a rage you know right and uh, of course i couldn't come up with anything the car disappears 
how many days are you without this car? Because as soon as the car disappears, all of a sudden, social media is blown up about it. I see it on two or three shares on Facebook. I see it on Instagram. This car was stolen. And I'm thinking, like, man, they're rough down there in California. Man, they're taking, they're taking everything if it ain't bolted down. And uh, yeah, yeah, I, 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 um, I came back in and just sat there and let it marinate for a while. Uh, I took off. I was not off of work. Yeah. Uh, but what I did do is on my break, I went to my metal guy. I have another Type 34. And um, I went to my metal guy and I uh, told him about it. And he was kind of upset too. So what he did was put me on social media. Now he logged into Instagram and a couple other uh, websites. And all I knew to do was just go on Samba. Right. Samba's my site to get my my pieces from. But uh, yeah, he he was pretty upset too, and he just put it all on. So he took a minute out to you know do that for me, and he told me specifically that uh, somebody's going to reach out, somebody's going to have some information at some point in time, and I didn't really believe it. You know, I was like, yeah, okay, man. Right. I don't have any faith in social media like that, you know. But, sure. Uh, whatever. Yeah, I was thanking him, and I went on back to work. All right, guys, so what I have now is I've got the guy that started putting the pieces together and got the information out because some people thought it was his car when he posted it on social media. As we know, Yamel didn't have any social media contacts. It was all over social media. And then uh, on the podcast now, I got Tristan uh, Bellissimo, uh, also known as Maestro Photo on Instagram. Uh, and Tristan, I met him a, a while back at a Vegas show. Uh, Tristan, what's going on, buddy? Not much. How you guys doing, man? You good? Yeah, yeah. So we're doing great, man. So break it down for me on how you got involved in the recovery of this car. So I woke up to social media posts uh, uh, from a couple people saying that Umel's car was gone. I was like, man, I know that car. That's messed up. I know he's working on another one. And I was like, well, it's kind of close to home. So then I reposted it. And uh, within hours... I got a bunch of uh, people reaching out to me saying, man, that sucks. You know, we'll see, you know, if we see it, we'll let you know. And about midday, about 1 p.m., I get a text message from a friend of mine saying, hey, man, I seen your car drive by my house uh, this morning about 11 a.m. So well, it's not my car. It's a it's a friend of mine. And I'm just trying to help him recover. He's like, oh, well, I think I might have caught it on my uh, camera, my security camera. I'll let you know. I said, oh, man, that'd be awesome. Let me know. So a couple hours later, he reached about an hour later, he reaches out and he sends me the video. So then I reach out to you and I say, hey, I got a guy about 11 a.m. He's seen your car drive right by his house. Um, it had, didn't have much of a description of the guy, but uh, we got a video of the car about 11 a.m. still in kind of the Long Beach. The guy lives in Lakewood, Long Beach area. Right. I said, cool. So I said, all right, so at least we know. It's not on a shipping container halfway to China right now, you know? Yeah, yeah. So we're like, yes, yeah, so, cause we're, we're right by the port. That'd be the, you know, the thing they do. I, I would, I would guess. Sure. It doesn't, it doesn't seem like the guy knew he knew how to get into the car and use a Volkswagen. But I don't think he knew the, the rarity of the car and how, <laughs> yeah. and you know, yeah, it's not a bug, funny. bro. It's kind of funny. You think to yourself, like, who steals a car that's that rare? Yeah. And, and, it, and then, you know, it so many, like it's there. Exactly. With the same rims, the tin on the window, gray paint, he didn't even try. He just drove it around. Right. And so uh, I'm hanging out, and then people are, you know, still hitting me up. Have you signed anything? Nothing, nothing, not yet. So 
and I see that it's just getting crazy social media coverage. And later in the evening, I get a I get a text message from my buddy Craig, who uh, he actually goes by Win- Bay Window Mafia mm-hmm. on Instagram, right? And he says, "Hey, man," and he sent me a screenshot. He goes, "This guy." This random kid, I seen it on his story that he's, you know, it's a it's a picture of the a video of the car. And so I he goes, maybe you want to reach out to him. So I reached out to him and he wouldn't respond. And I was going like, that's kind of weird. So it turns out it's Caesars, you know, I, I think his name was Perdomo or something on Instagram. Uh-huh. And uh, it's just a video. And you can hear in the video that he's just amazed that it's a Type 34 and this parking structure. He, he actually got to see one live, you know. He's like, oh, and so I'm like, oh, that's pretty cool. So he finally reaches out to all of us who've been blowing him up. Turns out he hadn't taken his wife out in like a month. He takes her out on a date and he's like, why is everybody blowing me up while I'm on a date with my wife? Right. So he finally reaches out. He goes, yeah, man, as soon as I get back to the house, I'll let you know if the car's still there. I said, dude, I don't have time for that. Give me your address. We need to get down there now. And he said, "Okay, here's my address. So I call you, Mel. I said, here, I got an address. I've called you, Mel, already, letting him know that we've seen it online, and I'm gonna keep him, I'm gonna keep him uh, updated as far as what we know. Right. And so we all got the dress. Apparently, everybody got the dress right around the same time, and we're all going that way. So I gave you, Mel, the dress. I got the dress. I guess Ish got the dress as well. So we're all driving down that way, and uh, I'm I, I just I go, I get in my girlfriend's car. She pulls in the driveway as I'm leaving. She's like, "Just take my car." So cool. So I'm. I'm driving fast. I don't even know how much gas she's got. I'm, I'm driving too fast. And as I'm getting probably about five, six miles from where I'm going, from where the, the address is, uh, Craig hits me back up. He goes, did you see uh, Ish's Instagram Live? I said, no. He goes, uh, check it out. And as I'm hanging up, it pops up, Instagram Live, Folks Familias. So I click on it. And, you know, if you watch the video, it's him going nuts, yeah. just nuts <laughs> as far sure. as like, He's like, help me, help me. And we're like, all right, man, I'm on my way. And, he, and, and he's trying to drive and video. So he's not even reading the messages that are popping up as we're all writing on our way, on our way. And so I hear him yell out Lakewood and South Street, but he doesn't have the guy yet. I said, I said, oh, well, I know where we're kind of going. So I, I exit Instagram and I call you. Mel. I said, hey, man, stop going to the address where we told you to go somebody's chasing him it's just chasing him he's right now they're currently on south street and lakewood he's like south street okay that's not too far he starts heading that way i go back to instagram live now i'm trying to drive safely and get there now i'm only about a mile and a half away and uh from my exit and i uh i see that he stops i watch the the rest of the video where he stops and the guy you know takes off at that point i missed my exit so i was like oh man I, i get off at the next exit i call you mel i said hey He's actually at uh, the corner of Lakewood and and I forgot what other the other street is. Yeah. So he's like, what? And he's kind of trying to figure out where this is. I said, right by Lakewood Mall. I know that because I got a friend that lives there. And so he goes, okay, you on your way? I said, yeah, I'll be there right around the same time as you. So I, I hauled down there and, and they had already kind of moved the car out of the street. And that's when we realized like, hey, man, I've never met you before, bro. And he's like, I don't even know. I didn't know what you looked like. Right. The cops were like, what are you doing here? I was like, hey, man, I'm just coming to help recover the car. Yeah. And so we all kind of hugged it out. And and uh, Ish was just like, he was still like, dude, his. Totally amped up. He was, yeah, he was totally amped. The cops go, you guys got this? Yeah. I'm not sure if Ish, uh, if Ish told you this part. But the cops take off. 
And they're like, all right, you guys have a good night. And then he goes, wait a minute. And he runs down the street, goes, you guys still have my ID. <laughs> and the guy, the, one of the cops, the first guy who took off, had taken his ID with him. Nice. But uh, it was just cool to watch, you know, watch it uh, be re- reunited and, and just know that you helped somebody out. Oh, yeah. And it was crazy because he had no clue what was going on behind the scenes. That's we're nice. all, yeah, we're all running around. And, you know, I'm trying to keep him updated. And when I called him the first time, you know, he's like, who's this? What? What's going on? I said, bro, uh, I'm just, you know, I'm trying to help and we'll get, we're going to, we're trying to get your car back. He's like, cool, man. I appreciate it. And you could tell he really didn't expect much coming out of it. Right. So when it did really happen, I called him. It seemed like I woke him up like, yo, man, we found your car. You better get down here. He woke up real quick and he started driving. <laughs> it was, it was, it was a crazy situation. Yeah, that's nuts, man. Well, you know, it's just a testament to the the VW community and how everybody kind of has got each other's back out here. So, man, Tristan, big ups to you for helping him out, man. And I definitely appreciate you being a critical role in all this. And uh, this is going to be a compilation on the podcast of the whole story kind of going down. So that's coming out this Friday, man. So, Oh, uh, awesome. Bro, I, I can't tell you how much I'm sure Yamel appreciates it. And I'm sure everybody else appreciates the fact that all of us VW guys got our eyes and ears out there looking to help one another and kind of and get some street justice if we need to, man. So no, definitely it was just it was just a great situation, I'm, and I'm just hope that someday it doesn't happen to me. But if it did, I you know the whole community would have my back as well. Absolutely. No, man. For I appreciate sure. I appreciate you giving it uh, giving it a shout out and and actually doing a story on on the podcast, man. That's awesome. No, we all love the podcast. Listen for sure, man. And anybody you want to give a shout out to before we let you go. Uh, just man, you mail, which hopefully he listens to it ish, which is awesome. Caesar, if you hear it, man, thank you for uh, actually responding. Tell your wife I said I'm sorry again. <laughs> and uh, and uh, Lionotch, Lionel, for oh, yeah. uh, for for being behind the scenes as usual. For sure, and, for sure. He's and you for actually giving this a voice, man. <laughs> this no, is this awesome. Is, this is dope, man, and it needs to be recognized that you mess with the VW people, man. You ain't getting far. <laughs> I mean, just just that that whole the end of the video where the guy was like, "Screw it, I'm out." Right, was just right. enough to kind of go, "Wow, game over." Got a real hold on. <laughs> yeah, we game took over. Over. Well, Bye. Cool. Well, Tristan, man, I appreciate you. I appreciate all your effort you put in here, man. I'll see you at the next event that we're at, man. Thank you, sir. Have a good one. All right, brother. Take it easy. Bye bye. All right, everybody. So here is now the action-packed part of the podcast. The action-packed part of the podcast is when Yumel's car disappears and one of our Volks people, matter of fact, even more fitting, one of our Volks familia, Ishmael Membrano, comes on the scene, sees the car, and jumps in a flight. Now, you might know Ish because he's with Volks familia. He does the wood-burning stuff that you'll see him at some of the shows on that. He also owns La Casita, which is the camper single cab. And he also does the downhill race at Prado. So you guys might know him from Instagram or seen him at the car shows. But I'm bringing on the podcast now to get the action-packed part of the story. Ismail Membrano on the podcast. Ismail, what's up, buddy? What's going on, man? <laughs> hey, hey, so uh, I, I, we've got a little snippet of the video we that, that we're listening to of, of the chase and all this stuff. Now, give me the story of how you got involved in 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 this aspect of of getting Yamel's car back, well, I I met Jamel a weekend before this actually happened by a friend of ours. His name is Omar, and he was a cool cat. And 
I love this car. It was, it was, it was, dude, it's a Type 34. Come on, you right. know, super rare. Of course. And I, I get a visit by my friend, I think, was it on Thursday? Yes, it was on Thursday. My friend comes over and tells me that his, his Jamel's car was stolen that night. And I'm like, no way, unbelievable. So my friend Omar wanted us to, of course, blast it on social media so people will know about the, about the car, and if, in case anyone sees it, you know, give us a quick phone call or a message or something. Sure. And what happened? Well, the day went on. People started posting it, which I really appreciate how the, our VW community is united, and we're out there just, you know, blasting on Facebook. On Some people even put it on offer, you know. People place it on Craigslist. Um everyone did their part. So, I mean, I don't want to be the only one to take the, the, the whole, you know, the whole shebang about this, but we all have something to do with this. Sure. The, and the community. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I mean, it's, it's powerful. You, it's, it's, it's amazing. I love it. I love how we are, we are one. And well, I guess I go by my day, I go to work and I get a message from my friend from Bay Window Mafia, that someone that he knows, that he knows, did a quick little five-second story on their Instagram, and it's, it's, and it's Jamel's car in an apartment structure parking lot. Wow. Yes. Yeah, so uh, my, brand, my boy from Bay Window Mafia tells me, Ish, you've got to gotta contact him. I'm, con- I'm contacting him myself. And no answer. So we go ahead and we screenshot that. We put it on social media. We're trying to figure out if someone knows this individual. Everyone's trying to communicate with this person. No one can get a hold of him. I send that information to Jamel so Jamel can know that, hey, we got a, we got a tip. The car is still intact. So that's a good news about it. Right. Um, it it went, I think it was like two hours, no answer from him. We also even had uh, my boy D'Angelo from Volks Gallery hit him up, no answer. All of a sudden, my phone rings. I'm at work. My phone rings. The guy that did that little quick five-second story on Instagram tells me, I'm, I'm so sorry. I apologize for not um, replying back to you, but you know it's Friday, and I took my wife to the movies. Right. And and I'm like, no, no, it's okay, it's okay. I, and I told him, I just want to know if the car's still there. Well, this individual told me, hey, I'm I'm heading back home. I'll, I'll call you once I get there. I told the guy, why don't you just give me your address and I have the owner of the car go over there because I'm at work. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, I guess me being nosy, I punch in the address just to find out that it's less than a mile from my job. Oh, wow. So I'm like, that's a sign. You know, I believe in signs. So I'm like, okay. I tell my boss, boss, can I, can I take call? This is an emergency. And I was blessed to get the, the permission to leave. I take off on my wife's little station wagon, mm-hmm. trying to get to the direction. For some reason, I felt like, I'm in my mind, I'm trying to, trying to analyze and try to figure out what am I going to do? Am I going to box this car in? 
am I going to wait for someone to approach it? I'm, I mean, I don't know. I mean, do I call the cops? I mean, because there's so many things we could do that we don't know what exactly what we're trying to accomplish. The most important thing is try, try to get the car. Right. So I'm, I did take two lights in red just to try to get to that spot. Like I had this feeling right when I'm getting to this parking structure, I see the individual that actually filmed it recording the guy in the car taking off. And this guy's wife is, I don't know why, I don't know what she was trying to do, but she was trying to stop the guy in front of the car. Really? I'm at the light trying to take the light because I, I'm seeing this action. I'm like, oh, my God, what's going on? And all of a sudden, this guy, I guess he steps on the car and the engine and takes off a little bit to one side. The lady stumbles. I, I couldn't see if she fell or she actually got knocked down or she got run over. It was nighttime. There was no lighting right there. So that's when my, I engage into like, you know what? This is not no more of a, this is not no more of a, a stolen vehicle this is almost this is a hit and run right so i go ahead and i i put my car right in front of the type 34 this individual was determined to leave he goes onto the sidewalk jumps over the embankment and peels out at that moment i see the lady get up the husband is up and i just went on high pursuit now At the, this now time, the people, the people he just tried to run over—that was Jamel and his wife, or somebody else? No, that was the individual that posted that five-second oh, story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yes. So that's when I said, you know what? This needs to get. This needs to do. We need to do something about this. This can't be just let it go. I mean, I could stop, try to see if she's okay, call the cops, and then the car still gets gets lost. Sure. So I, I took matters into my own hand and I started following this individual. That's when I say, you know what? Nowadays, video recording is the best witness anyone could have. Sure. I see all these people in motorcycles with the little GoPros. I mean, this, I mean, if you die, that's your, that's your testimony right there. Yeah. So I went on live while I was driving trying to see if anyone out there could at least help me either call the cops, um, find out if I'm driving through someone's neighborhood. Maybe they could come out and barricade it or something. I mean, I was trying to get help. And unfortunately, it was there was no luck. Um, but I did get a lot of response. People saying they were actually on the phone with cops, letting them know where I was. Yeah. And... We did some crazy driving. I mean, I'm I'm so bummed that I was not able to save the entire video. This is the video that you guys seen yeah. was someone that logged in at the end of the of the pursuit. Oh, really? Yes. But if I would if I would have um had someone if I would have had someone record the whole thing, oh my god, this 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 it was it was intense to myself. It was I did some maneuvers on a station wagon that I, (laughs) (laughs) yes. I mean, this guy stopped, did a U-turn. I did the same thing. We went on ongoing traffic. I mean, it's, it's ongoing. Luckily at the end, he, 
he did a bad decision and he did a reverse all the way onto ongoing traffic that were waiting for the light to turn red. Yeah. I was lucky enough to be able to bust a, a turn and park in front of him. At that time, I'm telling the cars that were at the light to please not move. I was raising my hands while I was still kind of in and out of the car because I didn't know if this vehicle, I don't know if this individual was trying to approach me, right. you know, always worrying about my, my protection of my, my own self. Sure. So when, when this guy sees that I open the door and the reflection of my inside dome light shows that I actually am holding a phone and I'm yelling to him that he's being recorded. He's being, this is live footage. Right. The individual, the individual raises his hand and runs out. Now at that point, at that point, I was like, "Do I chase him, or do I stay here?" But my, I said, "I'd rather stay here because you never know if he has someone else waiting around the corner." Sure, sure. I mean, me being a person that's born and raised in Southern California in the hood, mm-hmm. we know we know that some of these scumbags don't fight by themselves. Right, right. So I say, you know what? My my more important mission here is the car. Yeah. Yes. I mean, this individual, if I go out there and beat him up, I mean, I might catch a case because technically he was running away from me. So his life technically was in danger. Yeah. No, listen, it's uh, I think, you, you know, you did the right thing. The video that we saw was super intense. I mean, I watch it, man, and I get like all amped up just watching the, the little video that I got. <laughs> and it's like, cause you know, I, I, I've been in those, I've been in those situations, you know what I mean? Where it gets all hyped up and intense like that. And, uh, man, I got to commend you because, you know, a lot of people nowadays, they just sit on the sidelines and they see something wrong. They don't say something. They see something bad happening. They don't do anything. And that's, that's been some of the evolution of what the problem is with today's society. You know, too many people sit back and let things happen and don't get involved and it's not their problem, so they don't get involved with it. But I think in the VW community especially, you know, we, we all know how hard we work for the, th- for the things we have, for our cars, for our hobby, and these things are our passion. They're more than just a piece of metal. You know, it's pretty big deal for you to go out there and hunt this dude down. But in the same respect, it's like you think to yourself, you know, if, if somebody would have done that for you, and that, th- that to me seems like the way you were acting. Like if, if that was your stuff that got stolen, you'd want somebody to step up and, and, and chase it down and corner it for you. You know what I mean? Because we don't get those things back, you know? Yes. Yes. You're, you're absolutely right. I mean, it's, you know, you, you, my, my way of reflecting is the way I want everyone else to reflect. So in other words, I have not a lot of followers, but I also want to be like a role model. You know, I want sure. people to see, who we are and what are we committed to do to protect what we work hard to have. Sure. Absolutely. Well, you know, we, we, we do this, like you were saying earlier, we were talking about Volks Familia a few minutes ago and, and we talked about that, like is Volks Familia club. What is it? And, and tell me, and go ahead and say what you told me about Volks Familia. Well, you know what? I've, I've, I've been in clubs, um, which they're cool and awesome, but, there's always politics. There's always people trying to like not tell the truth that they want to say. But when we're family, you feel more open to discuss 
financial problems, um, personal problems. So the thing about Volksfamilia is we're family. We don't, we don't care what club you're from or if you're an individual that runs by themselves. If your wife, your kids, we all get along, we all have a good time, and we could communicate, that's a blessing. So technically, Volksfamilia, it's, it's everyone that's around or surrounded with Volkswagen. Even now, even if you don't have Volkswagen, you always have that one person that had a friend that had a friend that had a Volkswagen. Right. <laughs> so, I mean, I, I have gotten to the point that they're calling Volksfamilia like the United Nations because no matter where I go or one of my closest Volksfamilia friends goes somewhere, clubs come around and, and socialize around us. So, in other words, we we gather the family portion of the Volkswagen community. No, for sure, man. Listen to what you did. It's like it was your brother's car. You see one of your brothers gets taken down, and you just met the guy a week before at the show, and you decided to get involved, and you followed your promptings to go after this thing and and help this guy get his car back, which it's, listen, for everybody out there, it's a dangerous thing to do, and the reality is sometimes if you just follow your gut, you know, things will work out the way they did like they did for you, which was which is great, man, because Jamel gets his car back. Things get kind of put back together. This guy's on the run. The car didn't get totally destroyed. And for a lot of us, man, you know, especially when you're talking a car is as unique as a Type 34 Gia, I know a little bit about those cars, but it's like you get you get one of those cars, they're not a dime a dozen. You're not buying it. It's not, a, it's not you can get it again. And plus, I mean, whether it's a Bug, a, a, a Gia, a Super Beetle, whatever it is, it's our cars. There are there are personal expression of yes. who we are, and we put everything we have into them. You know, what I mean, and 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 it's less about money, more about the love and the hobby and and our vision that we put into these cars. I mean, when 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 I was chasing this individual through my mind, I'm going through. If like you said, if it was my own car, I'm going through a sacrifice that I got to do to be able to put stuff into the car. I'm going through the memories let's say if my kid and myself were working on it, I'm going through the moment my wife and I bought the car, brought it over, you know, things like that go through my mind yeah. because we all, we all have a part. A friend might have helped, might've helped you go pick it up. Um, your, your wife looking at you like, what the hell is this junk doing here? You get it running. The satisfaction of a smile on your wife, your kid in the back waving at people that wave back at them. That, that to me was going through my head when that was actually happening, yeah. you know, those are memories that you want to keep because at the end of the day, money comes and goes, but memories that you built with your car and your family will always, will always be with you. Oh yeah. No, man. Listen, Ish, I can't say enough, man, about how, how, uh, how lucky we are in the VW community to have guys like you around that, that will step up when it's time to step up. That'll help out when you find an opportunity where you can help out your brothers in, in the VW community, man, because that's what it comes down to. That's why I think the VW community of, you know, because I got all kinds of cars, man. I got a Buick. I got a Mustang. I got all kinds of stuff. You go to a Mustang group, like a Mustang meeting, them dudes are different. You go to a mini truck group, them dudes are different. Like all them dudes are different. They just, there's never been anything that I felt like that I feel with the VW community. That sense of like, we all got different stuff. Some of us got fast cars, slow cars, you know, all the entire gamut. But when it comes down to it, VW people as a whole, regardless of their backgrounds, it's, like, it's one That's community. Right. You know what I mean? It's one That's community. Right. That's it, right. It's a Volksfamilia, brother. That's right. I mean, 
Look at this. You see, you can see a hot rod or a muscle car or American car on the road stranded. No one stops. As soon as you see a VW, I mean, it's like your Volkswagen gets super turbo motor and try, try to catch up to the other one. And you're waving at each other. You know, if someone breaks down, I mean, it's like, it's the nature of us to stop. Yeah. It's, I don't know why. I don't know where, where that came from. I don't know who started it, but I mean, it just something in us that it's different yeah no for sure so so you you corner the car you get him stopped guy takes off a foot how do you get the car back to jamel what happens after this where you get the car and reunite it with jamel again <laughs> well i honestly i don't know how jamel knew where i was at because we were like driving through downey bellflower right. lakewood and I turn around and I see Jamel walking and I, and I see the individual that actually found the car in their parking structure. And I'm like, how did you find out? He goes, well, everyone online has been calling me and calling me to go down the street, go down the street. And here we are. So I'm like, I'm, I told the guy that actually found the car. I told him, you know what? I'm so sorry for ruining your evening. He goes, no, 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 it's fine. I just took my wife to the movies. We went and watched Bad Boys for Life. <laughs> <laughs> and I started laughing. I'm like, well, th was this ending better than the movie one? And the guy was like, definitely better. <laughs> so that was intense. Jamel was still in shock. He was like, he couldn't believe it. It was so surreal for him. Like, uh, he, he, his reaction was, he, he, there was no reaction. He was stunned to find out that his car was on the middle of the street of Market Street and Lakewood Boulevard, yeah. going the opposite direction. And to find it all intact, he was like, I don't believe it. He, he was just, like, struck dumb, like, I don't know. And I said, hey, relax, dude. We found your car, man. We found your car. It's here. You're back on the road. Don't worry about it. This is who we are. And Jamel's an individual that doesn't believe or doesn't have social media. Yeah. So he, he's still on the old school era of VW. So he kind of is on the defense mode all the time. Right. Well, luck, luckily, this past weekend, the, my boys from Westside VW have a hang a co cars and coffee in Santa Monica Pier, yeah. which we welcome Jamel to come over. And he noticed the new C in the VW, which, like I said, it's all about family. Sure. And he was he was dumbstruck to see that everyone is humble and kind, and we don't care about your paint job or what size what size motor you are or how you're dressed. We just love that you want to participate in something that we all love, which is Volkswagen. Yeah. No, that's dope, man. I can tell you, man, I can't. You know, I think that's awesome. And then, and then there's some shots of you with him at a car show, like the next day that weekend. You guys were at, went to a car show together. Yes, that was the the West Side's um, Cars and Coffee in Santa Monica. Yeah, that's dope, man. That's that's just awesome, man. That you guys were able to pull that back together because I tell you, man, there's nothing crushes you more than when you get when you get violated and your car gets stolen or everything that you care about just disappears. You know what I mean? And listen, yes, if there are cars. It's not the end of the world. But we put so much into them, they become a part of us. You know what I mean? So, uh, man, Ish, I appreciate you, man. I appreciate everything you've done. And and, and I'm sure uh, Jamel's going to be, you know, I'm sure he's forever indebted to you, man. But you know what? <laughs> At the end of the day, man, 
you just prove that you live that Volk's familiar life. You know what I mean? Like uh. <laughs> it's, it's all about the brotherhood. It's all about looking out for one another, man. And I tell you, I, I appreciate you for that for sure, brother. Oh, no, I appreciate everyone in the VW community for standing up, man. Cause it's, if it wasn't for everyone, we wouldn't be here having this conversation and speaking about the recovery of the type 34. No, that's awesome, man. Well, dude, I tell you, man, Anyway, anybody wants to wants to help out, you guys, uh, Ish has always got some stuff for sale at some of the some of the shows and swap meets, right? You got some of your some of your artwork and stuff for sale. Um, sometimes, yeah. Most of the time, it's basically I just post it online and it goes right away. I'm blessed to be have to have a little talent, but my biggest goal is to get the the kids involved into the VW scene. So I've been blessed to have Hobby Dub Magazine. And Robert Skinner from Skinner Classic sponsor us on the downhill races that go down at Prado in June. So if you guys come down to Prado, which is one of the biggest shows in Southern California, actually in the nation right now. For sure. Uh, it happened on Saturday. The kids come down and they have a good time. They, they ride their power wheels and it's a family oriented event. So if you look it up, you'll see previous events, but. No, I sure. never, I never ask for anything in return. I just want people what I do to give back to them, to give for them to do the same. That's all I want, you uh, know. And 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 that's the way the world should be. So if you guys want to check him out, you can find him on social media. You find him on Instagram under Volks Familia and uh, Ish, Ish, Ishmael Membrano on uh, on Facebook. But uh, Ish, man, I super appreciate man everything that you've done for the scene. It's it's it's. It's an honor to get to talk to you, man, after seeing the heroic moves. <laughs> and there's nothing more legit than seeing that episode of Cops VW Style. I love it. Uh, <laughs> that's legit, brother. And, I, uh, and uh, I look forward to seeing you at some of the upcoming events, man. I'll be down there with Let's Talk Dubs. And uh, we'll, uh, we'll have you back on the podcast and just do an episode about you and La Casita coming up. All right, brother? Um, you got it, man. Hopefully I see you at Octo. You got it, bro. I'll see you at Octo. All right, boss. All right, hey, everyone out there, love you guys, man. All right, brother. Thanks. And now we wrap up the end of the podcast with the rest of your Mel story. And by about 9 p.m. that night is when I got a, the first hit from somebody. And uh, he said that uh, somebody had seen my car and recorded it driving up and down the street at 11 o'clock in the morning. Really? I said, oh, my God. And he got his friends to send me a video of that, you know? Yeah. And I'm thinking, oh, my goodness, you know, this is where social media is now. I mean, it got a really quick response. Sure. And somebody was, uh, you know, stupid enough to be driving it around like that. I, I, I figured two, one of two things. Either somebody was uh, either taking it and just, uh, you know, parts. taking the rams off of it. Yeah. Right. Because right. – Who's going to take a car that's so distinct in how it looks and then try to mob it around yeah. like it's theirs, right? Right. Well, I mean, besides that, I mean, I don't even think anybody would take it for parts because, you know, we, we when you have a car like that, you just kind of have a common respect, you know, as to the progress that you make in the car. Sure. And if, you know, nothing else, you talk to somebody else who has a car just like that and discuss, you know, how you get the parts, not necessarily stealing a car to get the parts. Right. And so, um, 
you know, I thought either somebody just took it and uh, just to get the rims off of it or um, just took it and really had a alternate plan to put it on one of them containers and that's all she wrote, you know. Sure. And it was going to be outro, but... Um, you know, nothing like that. I mean, it's, it's just some some kid, from what I understand, it was two people driving the thing around. Uh, the young guy who my security guard had said that had it, it took it initially. And then um, later on when the guy, you know, was chased down, there was another guy, an older guy. Mm-hmm. So, um, so then the you car, know, so, so just, you hear, go, go ahead. They were just joyriding and right. doing, you know, just trying to see what they can get away with. And so you you're you get the the call at eleven o'clock that hey man, somebody's seen your car, uh, maybe yeah. you know, let's go track it down or whatever the case is. So eleven o'clock comes and goes. You don't hear anything else. Car it goes kind of radio silent after that or what? Well, actually, no. Um, they said that uh, the somebody was driving around at eleven a.m. and mm-hmm. they called me at uh when they yeah they got in touch with me at 9 p.m okay so a little time went by and i think it was about 11 30 or something like that when uh people started really blowing my phone up because there was another post um a guy had said that uh, well the guy had uh, took a picture of it in a downstairs garage and they got in touch with this guy this guy was in fact uh on a date with his girlfriend. Uh-huh. His name is Caesar. Caesar, and um, all he was, he was a you know a bystander, and he, you know he's one of them guys that try to take a picture of your car, put it on Instagram, and say, "Hey, look at this! This is a cool car," you know. Right, right. And that's exactly what he did. Wow. And he he did not know that people were you know looking and keeping their eye open for that car, so people started blowing him up about it. And by the time he gets out the movie theater. You know, he wasn't really paying his phone any attention until he got out. And that's when he started responding. And it, it started to really come together then because as he got home, I guess, uh, the car was gone. And so he thought to come back out the parking lot. And as he's leaving, the car is coming back. And he went and I guess he talked to the guard, tried to ask the guy something. And the guy backed up and took off. Huh. And you got to understand, um, the car was kind of jankly rigged up. But my headlights were, uh, well, all my lights were hooked up to one little button that was uh, put on there about four years ago uh-huh. by a mechanic over at ISP. Mm-hmm. And um, for whatever reason, I guess I was having fuse problems with the uh, the fuse box. So if you hit that switch in any type of way, you're going to kill a fuse. Sure. He didn't know where that. He didn't know where that button was. Uh, all he was doing was rolling it around. So he was rolling around with lights out at night. Oh really? So, mm-hmm. <laughs> Nonsense. Idiot. This guy's Idiot, trying, man. Guy's trying to get killed. <laughs> yeah. So uh, and he's just clutching it, clutching it, clutching it. And so he's killing my clutch, and um, you know, he's already. Uh, Drilled out my ignition. I mean, everything's just jacked up. Wow. And uh, the guy that you're talking about, Ish, mm-hmm. I had just met him, just met him about a week prior. Um, he is just getting off work, and he sees this on social media. And uh, he 
thought, oh, well, shoot, he, he's not too far away from where the address is that the mm-hmm. car was sighted. So he's just going to try and go to the area. And lo and behold, he sees the car in traffic and he starts driving after it. And he's the one who started broadcasting. And that's what, uh, you know, that's what really brought it to a close right there. Right. That's where the we see the chase ensued and all that stuff on social yeah. media. And then he ends up getting your car back. So. Now at this time, mm-hmm. while he's while he's getting the car back, you got the you got the phone call at nine o'clock. People start blowing you up like they tell you like, "Hey man, some dude's chasing your car down on the on the road right now." Or what are they telling you on the phone? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they just they're, they're basically telling me that uh, you know the guy is 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 you're just exactly what you told me. And then I called um, Ish himself. Yeah. Or did I call? I forget. I forget. I'm telling you, it was all a blur because. Sure. I didn't know what was going to be. They woke me up. They told me to come and go to that address. And then they said, no, he's being chased or whatever. And uh, how did I find out that it was in Lakewood? I think I talked to Ish. He's the one who told me. No, no, wait a minute. It was Tristan. Uh, the Tristan is a part of the VW community, too. He, uh, he's one of the ones who put me in touch with the whole um, you know, uh, address. Yeah. He's the one who told me that he was at that intersection. So, you know, I went on ahead and I did, you know, busted through red lights and stuff to get there. And by the time I get there, the police were on the scene. And, uh, ish, <laughs> oh my God. He practically in tears trying to explain it to the cops. And I just, my heart went out to him, you know, because of all his effort. Sure. He didn't have to do that. Yeah. He didn't have to do that, man. I mean, I'm, I'm just in debt to him, you know. No, no that's... He did not have to do that. Well, you know, the thing is, I think... What we realize is, you know, in the Volkswagen community, especially now with social media, you know, something like that happens and, and your car, which is so unique and, and it's so special to you, it just up and disappears like that. We're just lucky yeah. that everybody's got their eyes out. And, and the VW community has always been where where everybody's looking out for one another to some degree, you know, and, yeah. and for for ish to step up and and locate your car for you just when he came across it, and not let go. I mean that's just a testament mm-hmm. to the to the brotherhood of the VW people and the community, and uh, I mean I was stoked to. I'm telling you, I watched the video, man. It gets me a little choked up because I'm thinking he's so hyped up to get it. And he's like so fired up, and it's like he's getting mm-hmm. your car back. You know what I mean? And 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 for me, it's like right. You know, we all have that 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 uh, project of passion that we put all our time and effort into, and when we lose that, it's like we lost a part of ourselves. You know, because we're 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 building something that's, ex- that's an expression of what we envision to see. And when something like that right. disappears, I mean, it's, it's a devastating situation, you know? Yeah. So to get it back, yeah. man, what, what was it like when you saw your car, when you came to the intersection, you saw your car sitting there empty in the middle, <laughs> in the middle of the road, just sitting there at the door open. I don't know, man. I just, I, I, I didn't, I didn't feel it anyway. I just, I, I guess violated. I felt violated. Yeah. You know? Yeah. No doubt. No doubt. And um, it just, it, it really floored me. I mean, I couldn't even process all the way because it, it, it only been like a, a little bit under like maybe 22 hours from start to finish. Wow. Um, but when I got it back and when I was driving it the next day, my mind is still trying to process, okay, my car was stolen. Yeah. Never mind that I got it back. It, my car was stolen. Right, and I, I'm still trying to process that, I and mean, then it happened so fast, you know. Uh, my mind was still spinning from that, you know. 
Yeah, that's wild, man. Yeah, because you get inside it and you're looking. Some of your stuff's missing. Some of the stuff's been messed with. You know, drilled out the steering column. Did some. You know, some of these things were just like there's these little constant reminders that you've been violated. So you're you're driving this car that you just feel like has been abused. You know, yeah. but uh, yeah, you know. So I'm stoked you got your car back, then, man. Yeah, man. I mean, there's a, a social media thing. I don't know. I, I, I'm I'm new to it. Yeah, you know, even though I know it existed, I don't get on it. Sure, but I mean, uh, this right here just lets me know that there's nothing wrong with it. You know, I'm not one of my old dogs, and I don't, I don't, I'm not too quick to to uh, jump into the the mainstream of things. Sure, you know, and and until I need to. Right, right. But uh, that that right there just it, it floored me, man, and um, I'm just in awe of um what the social media uh can do for, for folks these days no absolutely so so what's your plan now that you got the car back now are you are you reinvigorated to take it even to the next level now that that somebody tried to take your baby and now you got her back <laughs> yeah man i got added security coming and stuff so yeah well, that's good, man. Listen, oh yeah. You look, the Type Thirty Four is a rare. It's a rare bird to begin with. You know, they didn't make a lot of them. And uh, no. speaking of a type, as I'm a Type Thirty Four Gia owner myself, only classy dudes own Type Thirty Four. So we know you're classy already. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but now that you got the car back, man, I think it's it's just one of those things where, you know, it's 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 a it's a perfect opportunity for people in this in this VW scene to see how everybody kind of has each other's back for the people that are in it for the right reasons. You know what I mean? There's always some bad, some bad yeah. apples, bad apples in the group. But at the end of the day, man, mm-hmm. the fact you got your car back, the, the, how quickly it exploded on social media. And then for the finale to be videotaped, it does not get better than that. And that's, it's, a, yeah. you know, it's one of these stories that people will tell forever. You know what I mean? Just because it's, mm-hmm. it's so quick. And you got your car back, which is, at the end of the day, that's all we want. We just want our car back, you know. That's right. And uh, man. I knew the I knew the police. I mean, I filed a police report and stuff. They didn't even, um, you know, but when the police were on the scene, uh, they didn't even have it in the system. The the light license plate didn't even come up as stolen. <laughs> and I had called twice. I called twice about it, and they had re- they let me know yes your car will come up stolen once it's pinged and stuff. And it, it, they pinged it and um, it did not come up with stolen when they were on the scene. Oh, wow. Wow. Well, I think that hurt the most. Right. Cause you're sitting there thinking like, what are you guys doing? Are you not looking for my car? That's for sure. Cause you don't even have it registered as stolen yet. Yeah. That's a, I, I, that, that hurt me right there because I mean, you know, you expect your stuff, you know, law enforcement is supposed to be behind you. We're, we're the consumers. We're, you know, we're the, we're the little guy. Something just happened to the little guy. Yeah. <laughs> and for you to not even have the, the stuff processed, that's not right. No. Well, the VW community steps in where law enforcement wasn't able to act fast enough. And between social media and this wonderful hobby that we're all a part of, that we're all a part of man, you're able to get your car back. Oh. And we're able to, 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 to see you reunited with your machine again. And uh, hopefully it's on a bigger and better things. And, you know, this car will get restored to its fullest glory to be the devastating street piece of machinery it's destined to be, man. 
Yeah, I hope so, man. <laughs> I really do hope so, man. Take time. Well, Yamel, I appreciate you for coming on the podcast, man. Uh, thanks for sharing your story. And uh, any, anybody you want to give a shout out to before we wrap this up? Yeah, of course, man. The guy who uh, started it initially, which was uh, Caesar. I mean, you know, people don't know what they do. He's <laughs> random. They do things, and well, you know what? They're contributing to something bigger than. Uh, but no, he's yeah. the one who snapped the first picture in his garage. And Tristan, I mean, all these people, you know, I didn't know them. And now I do. Yeah. So Tristan is the one who put me in contact with him. And then Ish, you know, and everybody else. I mean, he's, uh, he's the one who went out and, and got to call you know. And uh, it's just as well, you know, my, my metal guy, uh, John, over at uh, Bare Metal over in Point. Who's your Who's your metal guy? I'm having a tough time hearing you. Who's your metal guy? John. Oh, there you go. Perfect. John. John. Where's yeah. Where's John yeah. out of? He's out of Torrance. He's right there in Torrance. Uh, his uh, enterprise is uh, Bare Metal. That's the name of his shop, Bare Metal. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Yeah, he's my you know he's my metal guy. He has another Type 34. Uh, he's been working on it for a while, and uh, you know I went directly to him. <laughs> after it, it happened we we'll just let him know and he's the one who put me on social media to to get it started no that's legit man so, uh, yeah well that's awesome appreciate man the that's awesome the story has a happy ending man and i definitely i definitely appreciate you know you taking the time to come on a podcast and let the people out there know and give some people some peace of mind to know that you know if something happens and the vw community can do something about it man that they'll do everything they can to help you know, to help uh, yeah. justice be served and people find their stuff. So that's right. I really believe that. I believe it to be true. <laughs> well, cool, man. Well, yeah, well, maybe we'll see at the Hot VW's Drag Day or, or Octo or something coming up here, man. We'll be down. Let's talk. Dubs will be down there. If you see the booth up, come by for sure, man. We appreciate you coming on the podcast, brother. Yeah, I will. I will. Thank you very much, man. If you guys like this podcast, make sure you go subscribe. And follow the podcast. Also, like us on Facebook and follow us on Instagram. We got some big news coming up. Is along with the drag race that's going to be happening here October 18th, Let's Talk Dubs and the Las Vegas Volkswagen Club are going to be collaborating into a huge, long weekend event. Starting off on Thursday, going to Friday, Saturday, and the finale will be the Drag Races and Cars Show Sunday at the Las Vegas Motor Speedway. That's going to be put on by Quarry Mac. More details will be coming in the next couple weeks as far as the host hotels and the list of events will be taking place that weekend. So get excited, get hyped, because October 18th is going to be the weekend that big things are going to be happening in Vegas. So stay tuned until next week, and I'll let you know where to book your hotel rooms. For this week, we're going to give some shout-outs. First, shout-out to some people that reviewed us on Apple Podcasts, and that goes to Gonzaga, Gonzaga13. says he loves the podcast and keep it up. He's looking forward to the upcoming episodes where you walk through the rehabilitation process. So we're going to be having some of those videos coming up with me and George, so keep checking in on our YouTube channel. Don't forget to follow on our YouTube channel. Other people that have supported the podcast, Drew Parker from Concord, North Carolina, James Johnson from Shelbyville, Tennessee, Tony Marisi from Concord, California, uh, Kyle Ames from Ontario, Canada, Josh Lambeth from Somerville, Somerville Alabama, and Cassie Cartwright from Rogers, Arkansas. So appreciate you guys for supporting the podcast. And if you want a shout out to support the podcast, give us a review, buy something on our 
uh, store to support the podcast and get a shot out on the podcast. Until next week, kids. Later. A Volkswagen is a nice station wagon to have.